1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Gonstead Chiropractic and Wellness Podcast. Today, on episode 13, uh, we're going to discuss a question that we had. So we had a listener over in New Zealand. This is from Daniel. So shout out to Daniel out in New Zealand. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate you. Um, he had a couple questions he wanted to, to run by us, and so we thought we'd make an episode out of this because we know that it's not just him that may have these questions. There's a lot of people out there, um, mostly people, chiropractic students or people thinking about chiropractic as a profession that may have these type of questions. So we'll just jump right in and then Doc I'll let you start with uh, the first answer and then I'll kind of just add in my two cents as we go along.
0: Okay sounds good. Um, I know he was asking about just as a student what should you do what should you focus on and and what questions to even ask you know and and I I thinking back, the biggest thing that makes us different is our philosophy. So the, the things I would really focus on are getting your adjusting skills. And, and I mean, specific adjusting skills. It's easy. You, we could probably teach a student over a weekend how to manipulate the spine and make noise. But to really adjust a specific vertebra in a specific direction takes a lot of work. And so that's what I would really focus on. And in the schools, you know, I, I graduated as valedictorian and, and It was great. That's fine and everything, but I wish I would have spent more time honing into my skills and getting better at skills early on because that's what really matters. People don't care what kind of grades you get in your school and such. Uh, you just need to know enough to pass your boards, your state boards, your national boards, and that kind of thing. And so really focus a lot of time on adjusting, get together with other other docs and, and um, do setups and practice adjusting and that kind of thing. And then philosophy, and that's what's getting lost in the chiropractic. It's really the only profession that has a vitalistic philosophy, and unfortunately there's a lot of chiropractors that are not. It's just pain. Mm-hmm and it's just pain relief and so whatever it takes to get pain relief manipulate the spine this way and do some therapy here and do electrical stim here and and anything from essential oils to whatever for pain relief and it's the specific adjustment to remove nerve interference is what's huge and um, we used to be at the gunstead seminars um, and it used to be the seminars used to go from all day friday all day saturday and sunday morning and we would spend uh, the evenings after the seminar, we would spend till twelve one o'clock talking philosophy, talking about different cases, and you know this doc said he did this and he got results, and why? Why? Why did that happen to help? And talking about things like tone, and and talking about um, all these different issues with chiropractic, and and uh, the philosophy part of it. So the other thing would be uh, to get into philosophy and read things like Stevenson's. Uh, textbook and know the 33 principles and and we're going to do some podcasts on those probably too but know those type of things and know some of the green books and some of the old time philosophy because those guys were amazing dd palmer and bj palmer and and what they did at the time they did it is just amazing i mean it's not been copied bj actually had a radio station and broadcast chiropractic around the nation with his radio broadcasts and it was illegal in some states and uh, but it was just so good and so right and so true that it just prevailed no matter what
1: yeah and I think that's the beauty of it is you know the, the principles of chiropractic just work and I can't remember if it was BJ Palmer or Dr. Gonstead that said um, when it doesn't work don't question the principle question the application meaning yeah. you're questioning yourself and your application of chiropractic and your philosophy and your procedures to try and find that subluxation because we know when you remove a subluxation innate intelligence can take over and innate intelligence knows how to heal the body every single time
0: yeah and that was dr gonstead and that came up with that and and it is true you know you you just beat your head sometimes and why is this patient not responding and you just got to hunt and figure it out Mm. Because innate is going to be expressed somehow, and the reason it isn't being innate is because it's being blocked somewhere somehow. Right.
1: And so I think with that first question, um, and you jumped right into it, which is good, it gave a lot of good answers to it. He had specific um, examples that he was maybe wondering about, maybe managing workload. It was um, as a chiropractic student going into college next year, What advice do you have? And he said it could be anything from managing workload to making new connections, finding ways to save money, um, those types of things. And those are all really good things. I mean, I think those things are given. You know, if you go into college at any level, you're gonna have to learn those skills. Mm -hmm. And making connections is always a great thing because no matter if you're in college or out in the chiropractic profession, you always want to be just networking and making connections Mm -hmm. with new people because that broadens your scope and it broadens your philosophy. And opens your mind to new things too, um, but we're going to focus more so on the things that you know are going to make you a better doctor. And mm-hmm. so you mentioned the green books. You know, there's um, when you get into chiropractic college, depending on where you go, you may hear a lot about them. You may not, mm-hmm. depending on the college. It's true. Um, and the green books were books that were written by D.D. Palmer and B.J. Palmer, and some of the other like Fred Barge wrote one. Um, those books deepen your philosophy. Philosophy. And philosophy is important because it's the only thing that makes us different than any other profession. If you, you think about your story, doc, and when you got into practice here in Milford, Nebraska, you didn't have another Gonstad doc for miles, Right. you know, and, and Dr. Rom would come up every month. I think it was every month, correct? Yep. Yeah. And he would come visit you and drive three hours from Kansas passing probably hundreds of other chiropractic clinics all, along the way. And so what makes this office different from all those other chiropractic clinics that they pass? What makes us different than all the other clinics that our patients may pass when they drive two hours, sometimes three hours to see us? Not everybody does, but we do have some patients that do that.
0: Yeah. And it's the value of a specific chiropractic adjustment. And, and unfortunately that specificity is just not done by a lot of chiropractors in a lot of clinics. And I think it was D.D. Palmer said that if it isn't specific, it's not scientific, it's so, nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. That's nothing. You've got to be able to duplicate it from office to office and from visit to visit, and I don't know how many times we get uh, patients from other chiropractors, and so we call them and say, hey, what what did you adjust? Well, the lower back. Okay, I know that. They have low back pain, but we're out in the what's lower the back. What's the listing? Right? What, yeah, what's the listing? What's, uh, which one did you adjust? And they can't even tell you which vertebra. Right. Well, it's in the lower back. Right. You know, We put them on one side, put them on the other side, and so it's like, well, Right. You know, they really didn't receive chiropractic. They had right. manipulation.
1: Yeah, and that, that was one of the, the quotes of BJ that really stuck out to me is, and that was in our technique adjusting room when we were learning thoracolumbar technique and it was right on the wall. Their chiropractic is specific or it is nothing. And I, every day I'd sit there and look at that as we we're going through setups and stuff. And I'm just thinking, gosh, if you really sit and ponder that, that quote, it's a small quote, but there's a lot of power in that. It's thinking about Literally, if you're not specific in what you're doing, you don't have a system to follow. You're not paying attention even. Maybe your mind's not even there. You know, you had issues with the family or, you know, not whatever. That we've is. ever experienced. No, no, that. no. We never do. <laughs> <laughs> the stress happens in life, right? So you have stress happening outside the practice and you come in and your mind's not focused. Mm-hmm. And you're not as specific that day. Maybe you have a patient that doesn't get results. Right. It, it's specific or it is nothing. Meaning that patient has an opportunity. When you have a new patient in front of you, you have an opportunity to change their life or you have an opportunity to let them think that chiropractic is meh.
0: So, so yeah. It's like massage almost kind of, you just, it gives you some pain relief right? type of thing. But, uh, there's just nothing that has the ability to change someone's life. Like a good chiropractic adjustment to a, a subluxation that is blocking nerve flow to the body. I mean, it just, there's just nothing like it. And, um, you know, we've seen people like with bladder infections, and all of a sudden, the I remember Charlie Ward talked about having a bladder infection so bad that his urine was cloudy, and and after he looked he, like yellow milk. Yeah, said. and he got adjusted by Doctor Gonstead, and he said he had tried all these other chiropractors and tried all these other things, and it just didn't help. And after he got adjusted by Doctor Gonstead, three hours later, he peed clear, hmm. and he said, you know, I I he was a chiropractor, and he said I have never seen anything like it, and he realized. I haven't arrived. I I have a lot to learn, a lot to grow from.
1: So with philosophy, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking the time to dig into that because you can get so lost in the curriculum chiropractic school, which nowadays is very much so following the medical route. So you can get confused a lot of times and also a lot of times just discouraged. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you sit there and go through these medical classes pretty much teaching you to refer out to everybody, you know, teaching you that really all you can take care of is low back pain, neck pain, and that's about
0: it. It is so easy to go down that medical route and to remember you are different. We are different. We approach things differently. We think differently. And, you know, nothing against those, those medical guys. We need them. And they're really good at rescue medicine. But they pull you into that philosophy. It's an outside-in approach, and, and it's mechanistic, and it's...
1: It's the third leading cause of death in America.
0: Yeah. Is medical error. <laughs> yeah. So why jump on a sinking ship? Right. Why it, jump in with the medical profession. And so the other thing is, is get around like-minded people, some people that really value the adjustment, people that are going to do chiropractic, not just for money, um, not for a business. They're really trying to do it to really do a great job at adjusting people. Mm -hmm. And you get around those like-minded people and then start pushing each other, talking about philosophy, reading things together and doing things outside of those classes because your classes are going to be like chemistry and, And anatomy and stuff that has, in your mind, has nothing to do with chiropractic. And most of them has nothing to do with chiropractic. There's no chiropractic philosophy in it. And like you said, you'll get a lot of medical philosophy. And uh, it's not necessarily an evil thing. It's just different than what you're going to be doing.
1: And with the way the schools are set up nowadays, and not all of them. There are some good ones out there. But it it seems like, if you're not intentional about getting chiropractic philosophy and surrounding yourself with like-minded people and practicing setups and adjustments and stuff like that outside of the curriculum, you're going to come out of school being a well-rounded medical metapractor. Mm -hmm. You know, the philosophy is not there. You're taught to refer out. You think of things with a mechanistic mindset. So unless you are intentional about this and you seek out chiropractic philosophy the way it was intended... Um, you just kind of go with the flow. And so, the Dan, it, it sounds like you're on the right track. You know, you've been looking into the Gonstead Method for roughly two years now, you said, and so you're all excited, you're pumped up. We want to encourage you, find people that are like-minded and are willing to question the status quo of the chiropractic curriculum nowadays because it's very medical, and uh, hang out with those people, practice with those people, get pumped up and fired up because that's what's going to really fuel you um, through those years of, of chiropractic school until you can get out and practice and really change some lives. And so um, second question I wanted to kind of move on here because we're limited on time is you wanted to know, um, this is kind of interesting, and this is a good question of you, is what question is a good question to ask right. when you get into chiropractic school? Because he said that there's a doc, Dr. Fowler, that he he listens to on his podcast, and he said that you know, many times students don't even really know what questions to ask. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, Doc, what would you say to that? Well, the questions to ask is how do I find the right people to hang around with? How do I find the material that I should read? And how should I focus my mind and, and so on? And, again, it goes back to that philosophy. Anything worth doing is worth doing well. And you get like-minded people that really care about what they're doing, um, and that's the hugest thing. And, and the whole idea, the big idea of chiropractic really is if someone has a subluxation, they're better off without one. So Plain e- and simple. Plain and simple. Everybody can benefit from a chiropractic adjustment if they have a subluxation. And how many people in our society does mm. not have a subluxation? You see somebody out in public arguing with a cashier clerk
1: at a grocery store, and you're like, man... He could use an adjustment. <laughs> exactly. That guy is not our, our, well adjusted. Our government officials all need adjustments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and what I would say to that one is, um, my answer would be just simply ask the question why. Hmm. And we are we are doctors of cause as chiropractors, and so the one thing that makes us different is we don't we don't just accept that you know these symptoms equal this diagnosis and you're going to take this medication Mm -hmm. or you're going to take this supplement or this herb for life because we don't know why a chiropractor is different a a true chiropractor when they can really get to the root cause and when we talk about removing interference yes we are talking about a spinal subluxation but we're also talking about any lifestyle habit that could be causing that subluxation Mm -hmm. the three T's the thoughts trauma toxins as you go through school you learn some of these philosophies stress let's say it this way life is stress and so if you have a stressor that's causing you to be subluxated or interfering with your nerve system and you don't remove that but you're getting adjusted on even a weekly basis you're still going to have issues Mm. and so that that's a journey that i've been on for a long time i've had alopecia since i was four years old and trying to i mean for gosh 28 years i've been asking the question why Hmm. many times praying to God asking why and I haven't received a whole lot of I mean I've received some clarity on that but I haven't received answers like a full clear answer so my my search is asking the question why Um, why did I lose my hair why do I have autoimmune what is autoimmune so it's not just with pain it's with any condition a patient presents with why yeah. don't and don't just stop when you get that answer you get the answer to that question you ask why again okay why is that happening
0: yeah that's a good point so like when you're going through your classes and they talk about a certain condition like diabetes and the pancreas isn't producing insulin why 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 get to the cause why and, well,
1: yeah and what are they eating yep, okay yep. What, what does that do to the body hmm. why does that happen for me it's been now i'm I'm dealing with a lot of gut issues and so it's asking the question okay why why do i have leaky gut you know autoimmune is very much so involved with the, the whole leaky gut process and so now i'm hunting and and really trying to seek out the the answer to that question mm-hmm. with anything that i'm dealing with with my health and chiropractors aren't immune to health issues that's okay. that's one thing we have to realize is we're human Yep. i mean you're going to go through school and Practice with your fellow classmates and come out of school probably more messed up than you are now. <laughs> and, I mean, we can both attest to that. Yes, coming we can. Out of
0: school. Yep. So yeah, when I was in school, I got adjusted a, a lot and learning to adjust on each other. And uh, I started getting migraine headaches, mm. and uh, I had migraine headaches for quite a few years before mm. I finally got rid of, got rid of them and got good chiropractic adjustments. And so, but the thing about that, when you have some of those conditions, you learn how to better care for those patients that have those type of conditions. develop empathy. I've always thought it's a good idea for a chiropractor to have really bad low back pain Mm -hmm. for a week. And so you have a lot more empathy Mm -hmm. and concern and understand how to help a person with really bad low back pain. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as a student is concerned, you know, again, asking that why is a great idea, is is constantly ask yourself why. And then when you get together with other students ask yourself those why how does chiropractic play into this because Mm -hmm. you probably won't be taught that so how does chiropractic if you adjusted the upper neck how might that affect this person with diabetes or how that might affect somebody with Mm. asthma type issues And
1: and another point with that is you know if you're asking that question why and you have somebody teaching a class maybe it's an instructor um, maybe it's some a I speaker, some of you are asking questions to, and you're asking the question why, and they're not willing to go down that road with you. They're not willing to acknowledge that there is a why, that there's a little bit more underneath that. And they, they go with the old, well, because I said so, or the, the trust me, or they give you a run of the mill answer. That's just the way it is. That's not the person you want to continue to follow. Right. So you, want to, you want to surround yourself with people that are okay going down that rabbit trail of why um, to get to the root cause and uh, be learning from those people. You seek out those people that are willing to go down that. And I, I think that's one of the most beneficial things I've done with my patients over the years is if I don't know an answer, I don't BS my way through it right. and try to make something up to sound good. Yeah. I just tell them, you know what, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that but let me look into it and I'll write it down on a sticky note and I'll actually look into that for that person. And next time they come in I'll I'll say, Hey, I actually was looking into it. I have a few resources that I use and I actually give them the resources to look it up themselves. And it takes the pressure off you as a doctor. If you don't know, don't make it up, but help them figure out why and give them resources that you know have been helpful to you. Um, and just keep going down that road. I think that's really beneficial as a doctor.
0: I know patients really appreciate that, too, um, where they, sometimes a good chiropractor will be thinking about their patients. I know Alex would say, the miracles come and go, the tough ones you take home with you. And and Mm -hmm. I know for him, he would be mowing his lawn on his lawn tractor, and he would think about patients. If it was someone he was having difficulty, he would think about it and think about it. And I know we're that way, too. Mm -hmm. You sit there, and that patient that's not responding, you just think and think and think. And so, and you, eventually it comes to you sometimes in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. you have to write it down and you forget it. But, um, the patient comes in and I think they really appreciate this is I've been thinking about your case mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to try this time. And patients appreciate you're not just doing the same thing over and over and over and, and especially if they've oh, been. What does the, that tell them? Yeah.
1: Like he cares about me. Right. On his day off. Or at nighttime with his family, he's thinking about me. Mm-hmm. That, that's what business we're in is the caring business.
0: Yeah, we're in the people business, and you treat others the way you want to be treated, and that's that's the most important thing.
1: So I hope this helps, Daniel. Um, we're we're so thankful that um, you've been listening to our podcast and you're you're willing to contribute and ask questions because this is what we really enjoy, and this is why we're doing it. We want to try and um, just increase the value of chiropractic and it's nothing special that we're doing. We're just following a system. So the Gonstead method is definitely the right route to go. And so we want to encourage you and wish you the best as you go into your, your chiropractic journey there in New Zealand and, uh, uh let us know if you have any other questions. So, uh, for anybody else out there that has questions, make sure to, to email us, um, at hackbarkchiro.gonstead at gmail.com. Um, email us any questions you may have, and maybe we could feature you on a podcast and, uh, Um, just keep more content out there, get more out there so people can have resources like this. So thank you guys for listening. This is Dr. Tyler Hackbart and Dr. Daryl Hackbart bringing you the Gonstead chiropractic and wellness principles so you can live the best life possible.